You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics, and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Hardwood Brand Podcast. (laughs) Your favorite guy in the building, old man Ross. What up, what up? It's your boy Dorian. The gift card oh, bandit. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, slow your road, bro. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you see, I'm I'm putting pressure on them, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, but hey. welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to another episode. Uh, it's been so many injuries going on over the last couple of days. Crazy trades going on. Uh, we thought we would touch <sighs> on that, and also, and also, just w- how we feel about the midseason. Uh, awards and where teams are placed and who we think should get what right now if they were to get the awards today as in today what would they get mvp coach of the year defensive player rookie of the year um what am i forgetting uh six man six man we just feel like we would give the awards out now and you know you guys give us your thoughts and let us know who you would pick so um before we get into that um Gift card bandit, I have a funny story for you. So I'm watching I'm watching uh TV the other day and I'm watching the Pelicans. And all of a sudden I see this guy out there stretching and doing wiggles and dancing. And I'm like, who is that? Is that is that Etan Moore? Is that Sedale Three? I'm looking, I'm like, who is because I didn't know this, you know, the I was looking at the silhouette pause and I'm like, who is that? Apparently a fan snuck out on the court. With a warm up on the hoodie and everything, got a shot off during the Pelicans warm up before the game. Bruh. Oh, wow. I think I saw that this morning on uh on Instagram probably. Cause I did the same thing because I'm looking like, who is this? But the wiggle just wasn't right. Nah, so he didn't have a right hooper wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> the bop, the hooper bop was not existed in that guy's body nah, at all nah he i don't know what was happening he because he might have been I, I guess he had floor seats or he was close enough to actually get out there but i'm like in his mind he had to think about this like the night before like man i'm gonna buy this sweatsuit i'm yep. gonna try to get on the court i have a question what's up with the security man you know i don't know <laughs> maybe they had too much gumbo that night because it was a big white gentleman I'm, that was walking slowly towards him correct yeah it was but i'm like they never did that when boogie was out there well boogie is his own security ain't nobody finna go out on the court when that fool is out there you know he wild oh my <laughs> okay melee in new orleans <laughs> speaking of boogie man um you know i'm very sad very very sad i mean it breaks my heart one of my favorite players uh, in the league, he he took a bad fall uh, towards Achilles, out six to ten months. Mm. Uh, I, I, the Pelicans were a little; they were on a roll too. I think they were in the yeah, they were playing well. They were in sixth place in the West. Uh, they they had some chemistry going, and 
now Boogie's out for the season, man. Breaks my heart. I know, man. And the cold thing about that injury was they were up. He missed the second free throw, mm-hmm. and he was hustling to get the rebound. Yep, yep. And it was eight seconds left in the whole game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I always – I mean, I know things happen for a reason, but I always – try to think in my head like dang like what if he made the free throw like would he have still gotten injured yeah it's a lot like i don't know it's 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 crazy how stuff can happen not just on the basketball court but just in life like how fast things change yeah. like who would have thought like that day in warm-ups like boogie would have got hurt at the end of the game and he's done for the season like everybody was just talking about how LeBron's starting five was ridiculous with him and Anthony Davis and all them on the uh, on the All Star team, and now it's no boogie. It's Andre Drummond. Breaks my heart. Uh, not that it's Drummond. Well, we got to talk about that too because it was another injury. Um, uh, Drummond didn't really repla- replace him. It was um, Paul George. Oh, that's that's right. So, that's right. That's but right. I, know what, right. I know what you meant. Um, but I got ahead of myself. It's all right. But I was reading an article. Um, a writer from the Kings was saying that that injury that Boogie um, that Boogie got might have been fatigue. Like it, because mm. if you look at the play and and how he jumped and he was just saying that yeah, it could have happened. Like you said, things things are gonna happen. But the way he jumped and him being very tired in that game or just. All this basketball these guys are playing, he said yeah. that's probably really what caused that um, that injury, and it sucks, man. It really does because it sucks, man. It, it just feels like we're seeing more and more Achilles tears nowadays. I mean, I know we were younger back then, so we probably didn't pay attention to it as much. But I feel like in this day and age, there's been so many people tearing their Achilles, like it's crazy. Yeah, it um, and then. Literally the next night, Andre Roberson, he gets hurt. That looked nasty. And I know I give him a hard time and, you know, people talk about his free throw shooting and how bad of a shooter he is and he's not really offensive minded, but defense is his, that's his thing. And that's his forte. I think by him having to guard the best player on other teams, it allows Russell and PG and Carmelo to kind of rest on the defensive end. Russell doesn't rest. Let me – Carmelo is the rester because <laughs> Paul George plays defense. <laughs> but you kind of know what I mean. It relieves those guys from having to guard the best player and then come down and, and do what they need to do on the offensive, offensive end. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. Um, that that really sucks for them. Uh, they were – Paul George and Roberson, the, they were the best uh, premier defenders in the league, period. That was crazy, uh, and I just it breaks my heart that he got hurt. Boogie is hurt because OKC was on a roll. You know they started to to really um, do something. They were moving and moving, and got hurt. And it sucks. It really sucks for OKC. You know what I mean? It sucks for them. Yeah, man. I, I definitely, I definitely understand that, man. That's crazy. And I always hate to see people get hurt like that. Yeah. Like it was just a regular basketball play. Basketball it was play. by itself, yeah. man. And yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, and then, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the player was was playing just in pain. He must have. But now John Wall is out. 
Yeah, that that was surprising too to read that the you know like that he's gonna be out what six weeks? Yeah, six weeks, six weeks. Yep. Wow. Yep. And he has another injury. What is it? A knee injury? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like man, like these, like I understand, like all the players making a big fuss about how long the season is and all this stuff, and it's wear and tear on their bodies. But man, it's like these guys need to rest. They need to chill out. A lot of these players are playing too many minutes. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. They and they are. It's a lot of off season. That's what it, you know. Yeah. Stuff that goes on. These players don't like necessarily take a vacation. They, they got to feel like they got to play twenty four seven because you know they see LeBron out there doing his thing every single day. It's like man, your body needs to to rest, and these guys are not doing that now. Unless you're a player like Al Jefferson or. Gord Todd or somebody that's just like once the season is over, you like I'm. Ch- oh yeah, you done. I'm chilling, you know. Especially if you don't go to the to the playoffs, you know. If you're in Denver yep. or some not not to say that these guys don't work out on the off season and diet, but there's not the Drew League and going playing and pickups and all that. Or if they're doing it, it's just not on their social media. But I don't think Gord Todd is playing pickup. in anybody's league once the season is over, you know. Nah, nah. <laughs> he going. He probably. I hope this doesn't come out bad. He's going back to his homeland (laughs) and doing his thing at the homeland. Oh, see you, you, you see what you did was you, you pulled a PC move right there. You kind of softened it up. I didn't know how far you did. I did. I did. (laughs) I didn't know how far. I did. I don't want to mess up the sponsorships. (laughs) I didn't know how far you was going to take it, but yeah, man, those injuries. And then you mentioned, we mentioned, uh, in our meeting, uh, you said somebody else uh, was out for the season. You said Conley, right? Yeah, Mike Conley, I think he uh he had heel surgery or something. Yeah, so okay. I mean he was already out before, um, but now he's pretty much out for the whole season out for now. The so. Season, huh? Yep. Damn. That's crazy. Dunzo. That's crazy, man. That's now you get to be home with the baby. That's not even his, you know? That's, <laughs> that's what kind of shit. That's well, look, he's a good stepdad. That's all that matters, and you know, bro. I'm gonna just tell you right now, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> Not with all that money, he was. He's one of the highest paid players. There, are women. What you mean, one of? He is. <laughs> there are a lot of women out there and men. I mean, whatever you Bruh. know, your preferences that would love to date you or marry you. <laughs> there is no way in hell <laughs> that if I'm dating a girl and the kid comes out and it's not mine, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. There's a commercial like that. I, I forgot. I think it's, I don't know if it's Geico. It's one of these commercials where the lady has just given birth to her her baby and the kid has red hair and the dad, he don't have red hair mm-hmm. and he's sitting on the bed and in comes in the background, the mailman with the red hair. It'll tear you up inside. That's the old Steve Nash move. Didn't Steve Nash, he had that same issue as well with uh. I want to say it was Jason Richardson or one of those players. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it with, was Jason Richardson. Yeah, the baby Steve, the baby came out and it was a black baby, and it was mm. it'd tear me up. Wonder why you stopped Bro, getting passes? Like you, <laughs> <laughs> like you like to say, it would have been some furniture moving easy, up in there. Easy. Easy. What? Yeah, yeah. Now we don't know what happened with Steve and if he stayed with the one, but we know Conley for sure. That's a big executive move he did because I would have definitely, like you said, Bruh, no, I would have packed up my stuff and I would have been out of there. So it would have been no explanation needed. 
I'm gone. Good luck with the baby. I don't got to pay you nothing because that ain't my baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, like you said, though, he he a better brother than we yeah, are. Yeah, cause yeah. He's, it takes a big person, a bit, uh, you know, a special person to, to still stay in. Bro. And then I don't want to take shots at the wife, but I mean, it's not like it's not like she's the greatest on the eyes, you know. I was gonna say, is she like an Instagram model? I mean, or? Even with the Instagram models, we know that's not real. But yeah, she's she's not kind to the eyes. You might have to put on some sunglasses. I mean, I don't know. Don't do that. <laughs> blue, blue blockers. I take up. What what are those glasses? Those um three D glasses. You talking about? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Damn. Michael Conley. It's all fun, man. You know, we wish you and your family the best, man. <laughs> that ain't even yours. <laughs> anyway, man, moving forward. So, before we talk about the awards, uh, I'll just let you take over, man. Um, sad day in Clipper Nation, huh? <laughs> I'll just let you talk about I, it. I just want to ask everybody to just join me in a moment of silence. For the Clippers organization. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what... Okay, so... What? I don't even know where to start, man. Like... You start wherever you I want saw, to I saw online that they were in trade talks, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, this is, this is what messed me up. Okay. With the whole thing. They've been talking about, you know, trading DeAndre and Lou Williams is in there too, which doesn't make sense to me either. But the Blake Griffin thing, I thought Blake Griffin would always be a Clipper. Me too. After he just re-signed, what is it, like $173 million over the next whatever amount of years. Mm -hmm, Something crazy like that. The Clippers had this whole big presentation to him in the offseason you know, trying to tell him, oh, he's going to be Mr. Clipper. He's going to be Clipper for life. He resigns, and then they do this. I don't – I understand. I mean, I understand from a business standpoint, maybe a little bit I kind of understand. They don't have no draft picks. They're kind of short on the young players, blah, 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 blah. But Blake Griffin was your centerpiece, and you just traded him away. Yeah, yeah, I – and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the guys they got in return are bums because they're not because I I love Avery Bradley's on the defensive end. I'm a fan of Tobias Harris because I know that's your guy. Like Tobias, he yeah. The Hawks need to and your boy up. Boban. I I I don't even know. It's an interesting look, but that's some that's a whole nother. Dirt. I just he makes me feel uncomfortable. But anyway. Cause he was with the Spurs, right? I think he was with. Pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like seven twelve or like something. That. Yeah, easy. And, that, and y'all, but I know y'all heard him seven twelve. No, you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the centerpiece of, or the I should say the key in this whole trade was the first and the second round picks. The first round pick is semi protected, I guess. So. I mean, I know that was something that the Clippers wanted to get because we don't have no draft picks because Dum Dum traded them all away when he was the general manager. And Dum Dum would be who? Because I we <sighs> we just need to know the the names. You're just leaving people out. Rivers, Rivers. Okay, all right. Rivers with the spray on lineup. Uh, it's it's it's. It's deep. It's him, deep. It's deep, man. It's deep. Especially <laughs> especially when things like this go down. Like what? 
you traded away your franchise player for some picks and some dudes that may not even be there in two years. I think Avery Bradley's uh, contract is up this summer, and then Tobias Harris's is up next summer. And Boban, I don't even know. They might just release him. Yeah, he might start. I mean, he could work at Home Depot, you know, that, those top. I was going to say, yeah, getting them top shelf or be a bartender. Yeah, the bartender. Getting down that Jose, Jose Quavo code. <laughs> you talking about the bottles at the top that, that nobody. <laughs> there it is, top shelf. <laughs> there he is, the top shelf bartender. <laughs> That's going to be his new nickname, <laughs> top shelf. Um, well, I heard about it when I was at the gym. And I'm very confused because, okay, you trade Chris Paul, and then right. you trade. Now you trade Blake Griffin, right? And I get the picks and what you're trying to build towards, but Blake Griffin, you don't have a lot of players like Blake Griffin. I mean, he, I know he's been injured, and you know he has mm-hmm. his issues at time with the Kardashians and all that, but you don't have a lot of Blake Griffins. And for you to just trade him for, I say Tobias, because Avery Bradley, I mean, quiet as kept, hasn't even played this whole season. His in, right. He's been injured the whole season. He's not the Avery Bradley, Bradley of last year. So we don't know what the Clippers are getting with him. Tobias, is a he, he's going to get you buckets, but – you're not going to be filling the seats anymore. Like, nobody's going to be going to the game. Like, nobody knows Tobias Harris. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about this. Yeah, you're definitely right. Nobody knows these guys. You got a lot of guys you brought up from the G League. You got guys filling in for other guys because of injuries that has happened all year. I mean, our boy, the pizza man, hasn't even played but, what, a few games? Gallinari? Yeah, I think he's supposed to play this week, though. I mean, or he's... Austin Play Rivers. by the time you guys hear. Oh, okay. Austin Rivers is out. It's not like he will be filling the seats anyway, but I just don't know. It it kind of it was confusing. It, it kind of bothered me because I'm like, I thought you were trying to get rid of DJ, you know? Like, I know. Exactly. I don't understand that. I mean, then they're still talking about getting rid of DJ and Lou Williams, and then I'm like, well, who are you going to have after that? Right, depending on – I mean, I've heard different scenarios to where if they trade – I know the Cavs are interested in DJ. Oh, here we go. So is Portland. But, if oh, Portland you know, if the Cavs hard. thing goes through, you know, then we'll get Tristan Thompson in return. I think maybe IT might be involved. Mm-hmm. I'm not sh- sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's on my wish list. Mm-hmm. But uh, – Wishing upon a star. I, hey, man, I'm just trying to say, because he not happy in – it don't seem like he happy in Cleveland either. Yeah, it's, it, I see the swag, the chip. I, I, it doesn't really look like it's clicking. Of course, everybody jumps to conclusions. It's early, but you could tell with the mannerisms and how his body language is. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, did you see – did you – I mean, talking about what on Instagram again mm-hmm. – uh, I guess a game last week he was in the starting lineup. He was standing on the on the uh under the basket. Oh, not even he didn't even like run out and give no handshakes. Nothing. He was just standing there by himself. Mm-hmm. And then the camera pans over and you see J.R. Smith running out when they say his name. I was wow. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. It it it's very interesting. And then maybe Boston and Danny Ainge, they knew more than we knew. I, I, we know. I don't know. Like, it's just very – playing with LeBron is a, is in itself is is good and bad. We know that because he's a point yep. forward. 
Um, and that's maybe why Kyrie got out. But also the plus of playing with LeBron, you're gonna get to the chip or at least to deep deep in the playoffs. Like he's gonna put yeah. you in a position to get opportunities, get you sponsorships, get you looks. You're gonna get a lot of TV airtime. But some guys don't. They they want more. They they want to have their own team. Kyrie said, "I'm out." So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't speaking know. of LeBron, like I I, I kind of agree. Like that, I guess they were asking him about how he felt about the Blake Griffin thing, and mm-hmm. you know he just pretty much said he was shocked about the whole thing because you know he's been with the Clippers the whole time. He resigned thinking he's gonna be a Clipper for the rest of his career, and then they trade him, and that kind of brought up what I'm gonna say. You know his next quote about the whole thing about loyalty. Um, so LeBron said, when a player gets traded. They're doing what's best for the franchise. But when a player decides to leave, he's not loyal. He's a snake. He's not committed. That's the narrative of how it goes. I know that firsthand. Wow. So, I mean, that kind of, I mean, I agree with everything he said in that, in that, that statement, because I mean, yeah, we, we always give KD like shit for going to the Warriors but at the end of the day, he has to look out for himself. Cause who knows? OKC may might have traded him to the Nets or something. That's true. Then he stuck there. That's true. That's true. We don't know. But like LeBron said, like when a player leaves, it's it's disloyal or whatever. But a team could just trade you without even saying anything to you. Like I just was thinking about Blake Griffin. Like, yo, he's lived in L.A. his whole life, career. Life. And he's gotten used to the lifestyle out here. He's doing commercials yep. and all this stuff. Yep. And now he has to go to Detroit. Hope you got a lot of jackets. I hope you got a lot of bottled water, too, because that's still going on. And nobody talking about it. And, that, and nobody and talking like about said, it, man. The, that's terrible. The lifestyle alone is totally different. I mean, I know they have good parts of Detroit and all that, but... It's not L.A., <laughs> you know? Hell it's no. It's not L.A., and it's not even a big market anymore, so... No. And then they're struggling yeah. as a franchise to fill the seats in a new stadium that they got. Yeah. So it's pretty much Blake is going from one bad situation to another to bad worse. situation. To worse. Yeah. Like, I'm going to call... I mean, I'm a Clipper fan, but I know my the franchise history is horrible, mm-hmm. Like, the only reason why I'm a fan is just because I like underdogs. But this is getting ridiculous, man. Like, it seems like every time we get good players, either they let them go or they trade them away. And, like, this has been going on for years. Yeah, it's a, it's, The thing yeah. that hurts me is the worst one for me was in the early 2000s when our boys were on the team, Quentin and Darius and all them guys, and they just – let that whole team slip away. They let, like they let, and they let they at one point you were looking the league and it was Clippers on er, on every other team. You had Keon Dooling, Jeff McGinnis, yep. El, Elton Brand, Lamar Odom, as you said, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles. Um, what was our boy Earl Boykins? Like you just had Earl Boykins. You just R.I.P. Sean Rooks. Sean Rooks. You just had guys and the team was there. You need maybe more time sometimes it's like oh we need one more piece here and there but then you have to question coaching and gm moves and other things too because i just felt like that they had a squad they that was a oh, squad man. 
squad. What? If they would have just let that team build together mm-hmm. and just added a couple pieces like you're saying, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what could have happened, but they didn't allow that to happen, just like always. I mean, I know this time, I don't know, I'm still going to blame it on Doc. Like, there's no reason why a team with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, J.J. Reddick, and a slew of other players like Matt Barnes and all these players, you couldn't get further in the playoffs than the first or second round. That's ridiculous to me. And question, speaking of Matt Barnes, he, he felt some type of way as well, right? Did he, he made some comments? Oh, yeah. I got the quote. Matt Barnes feels the same way I feel. And I'm going to say this on the podcast. I was not a big Matt Barnes fan mm-hmm. uh, before he came to the Clippers because I thought he was a fake tough guy. Um, but he's uh, <laughs> he's all right. I mean, just uh, overall, like I've, I've seen him kind of mature over the years. But anyways, he said uh, when a player gets – oh, no, that's wrong. Hold on. Oh, that's all good. You just you were gonna get you were gonna get people a LeBron quote again. Just yeah, I was just because I was. it was so good. I, now I have to what you said while you finding the Matt Barnes. I didn't know that. That's pretty dope. How LeBron worded that, and it kind of has me look at players and the, uh, franchises differently now. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, always man. Like, and that's and I think in in basketball it's the worst because there's so much changeover. Like. It seems like in other sports, players stay with their teams longer. In basketball, like, if Hudson wants to buy somebody's jersey, I'm probably going to have to think real hard about it. Like, am I going to waste money and buy this jersey and then this player's not going to be there in two years yeah. or one year? I mean, like, yeah. You, yeah. You can't put your you can't put your – your faith that a player is going to be on that team for longer than a year. Unless you just tell Hudson to buy throwbacks because the player is not playing no more. So, <laughs> well, well, what I told my parents yesterday is I'm just going to start customizing the jersey. If I really want a jersey that bad, like I'm just going to customize it with my own last name Smart. on it because that way, I mean, I ain't on the team, but that's my jersey. That's true. So. Yeah. And and I think customizing the jersey, I got my wife some Warrior custom jerseys, and it weren't that expensive. I mean, for what? Yeah, for what I mean, paying, it's worth it. Yeah, it is, and she could wear them, have those for life. So, so I got the I got the quote. Right, um, get the people what they want to hear. <laughs> so he says, "So you trade this guy after playing, paying him this much money?" And then he used the emoji with the you know like the hmm, mm-hmm. uh, and then he says, "When everyone in the organization." And everybody who's played there knows, and this is in all caps, Doc is the problem, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation points. S-M-F-H, which means shake him up, head, cold game. Make sure you pack a jacket, BG. Love, bro. Damn. Damn. Yeah, man. So, I mean, Matt... Matt probably is like you said. He 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 touched on it, and he's probably t- he's he's telling the truth. Like it's a lot of truth in that. And we joke. Well, you're probably serious, but talking about Doc and <laughs> Austin Rivers. Well, I know you're serious, but it, I mean, he at some point you have to look at the like I said before, the GM, the organization, what's going on. Not so much the owner because he's just gotten there the last few years, but you have to you need to start making changes and. I know we don't have any black coaches as is, and it sucks for Jason Kidd and guys like Mark yeah, Jackson. Yeah. But 
I feel like Doc Rivers, because of probably he has a good rapport with people in the league and mm-hmm. his name, and he did get that one chip with KG and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. But I'll always say this. Certain coaches, they they praise them, but it's the team, the players. Like, right, right. You, you know, I'm not even going down this road, but Doc Rivers. I know. But Doc Rivers, he's been there long enough with the same type of players and pieces, and nothing has changed as far as the postseason. So at some point, you're like, maybe we need to make some changes, not only players, but coaching or, like I said, GM or whatever it may be, because. I don't know yeah. what direction they're going in now, man. For real. I mean, they got they got new they got a new GM dudes from OKC, and then everybody knows Jerry West is behind the scenes. Okay. So, I mean, I kind of think Jerry has something planned. I don't know. Maybe he wants to just start over. Okay. But still, man, like, wow, to trade your superstar away in the middle of the season of the is season, yeah. that's a bold move. A very bold move. I can understand if it was like, yo, we're trading Blake Griffin to get Damian Lillard or somebody like that. Then it'd be like, oh, okay, superstar for superstar. But we got Avery Bradley and Tobias Harris and some draft picks. Yeah, some guys. And then when we get the draft picks, Doc's not even going to play them because he don't like playing rookies. He's only played the rookies this year and the G League players because he had to. And speaking of that, um, Blake Griffin wasn't the only guy that got traded. Willie Willie Reed and uh, Bryce Johnson from your Tar Heels also got moved that nobody really knows. But then, nobody even talked about yeah, that. Yeah. So and and Willie Reed, like you said before, only got to play because of injuries uh, to other guys. But Bryce Johnson didn't get to play at all. And I'm like, he's a talented guy, but damn, you're not. If yeah. You don't get opportunity. <laughs> nobody's gonna know that. So. This is true, yeah. man. This so, is definitely true. So hopefully, true, uh, staying uh, staying the man out there in uh, Detroit will will play the young guys, and you know, I, I kind of hope that Detroit has a better record than the Clippers. Not to take shot at your team, but just to oh, show. Oh no, no, no! I kind of given up on the season already, bro. Just to show that you know, like you let Blake Griffin go, and that just sucks, man. And then now DJ, it's like they have nobody. I know Lou Will is out there, Will the Thrill, but come on. Come on, yeah, man. It's, it's not a good look, bro. I don't know. Unless they get LeBron look. next year, but I don't know what's going to happen with that. So LeBron ain't coming to no punk-ass Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's okay. move on. Uh, and let's, let's, let's talk about some more upbeat and, instead of me bashing my team. <laughs> all right. Let's let's talk about these awards, man. Let's just get a people. Yeah, yeah let's get into it, man. You want to start with the – the major award, or you want to start uh, somewhere else? Nah, let's just we, we we'll just start with uh, you know what we'll, MVP. Let's do MVP. Let's tell the people what they want to hear. All right, man. Well, you want to go first, or should I just go? I mean, I I I guess I'm guessing we're gonna have the same person. There's no there's no need to even whoever goes is gonna have the same person. So you go ahead and bless the people first. <laughs> All right, man. So for MVP, I got Mr. Harden himself, the bearded man. He's a dangerous guy. Yeah, I mean, I I think he should get the award this year. I mean, not taking away from anybody else. Russell is sneakily, sneakily having a uh, another year like last yes, year. He's he damn near averaging a triple-double again, yep. which is ridiculous. But 
the way James is playing right now and the way their team is playing, I mean, you can't really take it away from him. Like he's he has uh he's shooting shooting better, more efficiently, more assists, the turnovers are down. And he's, you know, just going with the flow in the offense. And he's just killing dudes, man, honestly. Embarrassing cats out there. Well, I mean, I picked James. Hands down for me, if that was easy. Uh, yeah. I know the Greek freak they talk about, which still can possibly uh, be a candidate. And um, right. also KD is always going to be up there. That's true. Uh, he wasn't even on my radar. Well, Kev, you got to watch. And I'm also going to give people – uh, two more gems. Kyrie, you have to watch. His numbers are not as high as they used to be, but the fact that right. Boston is in first place and they're still balling and everybody's getting involved, you have to yep. watch him. And then after this performance we saw on Saturday with Steph and Kyrie to battle, you might need to start talking about Steph again at 40. <laughs> and he threw up he threw up 45 like it was 10 points, you know? So Bro, that was sick. That game was ridiculous. It was. It was. So, you know, as the season continues to grow, uh we're only at the mid midway point. We'll see players uh obviously change in that in that in that top 5 for me, but James Harden hands yeah. down. Uh, the Rockets are balling. Dan Tony got him on a um a nice winning train, so hopefully James will get it this year. You know, they keep balling. Yeah, man, and I got somebody else that, you know, I feel like, like they always say, like, we take we take his talent for granted. LeBron, he in the he in the conversation as usual. So nothing nothing changed. 33. The only thing changed is his age, right? But he's still playing like he's 19, yeah, which he is, is crazy. He is balling. I need to know what kind of vitamins he's taking. <laughs> well, you know they're not. What if they sell those at GMC? You know they're not no hair vitamins. Yeah, but he, what he, what. what <sighs> Every podcast. There it is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You know how we used to talk about Duke players all the time on the podcast. Now we talk about hair. Oh man, <laughs> I, I just threw that in just because. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But the I know. diet. Uh, I saw a few, a few of his workouts. Uh, he's not using a lot of weights. It's like core and bands mm-hmm. and medicine ball and different things he he's balling it's it's paid off for him you know uh yeah he, yeah. he looks very youthful and, he, and he's balling like his three-point percentage is going up tremendously yeah for sure that's something that he really worked on like that you can see in this game that's changed because when he used to first came in the league he was horrible yeah they would leave him wide open guys was like man let him drive but the Bronny is always going to be up there uh kd's going to be up there Steph mm-hmm. is going to be up there. Quiet is yeah. kept, and I'm a little biased. Boogie was having not MVP numbers, but he was putting up some 40 and 20 games. You know, like people just yeah, he was. and and him and AD out there, not really, if not MVP talk, at least people were starting to see, okay, these guys can't play together. They were sixth in the West, like I talked about. So yep. guys, uh, you got some guys that's balling. Then you have a lot of guys that's just like getting a check. You know how that go. So yeah, um, let's move on, man. So, coach of the year, I, okay. I uh, I have Dwayne Casey out there in Toronto. I know they are, I think, second in the East, if I'm not mistaken, and they were close last year. Third, I think they finished third, but I just think Dwayne Casey has really um, talked to Demar, let him know, hey, this is your team. Demar's balling. I know he. I said he couldn't shoot. I was very, mm-hmm. uh, but he's even worked on his three point game. Um, yep, and Kyle Lowry's kind of been injured, but that really hasn't 
change the fact that they're still winning. Abaka is kind of woke up from when he was in OKC, and they just have the right guys kind of around them playing well. I think Toronto, uh, I'm not going to put too much on them, but I think this might be the year for them to at least advance further in the playoffs. So, uh, so I get, yeah, I get hey, DC. do it for the brothers, man. The brother for coach of the year. Please do something because that wasn't my coach I picked. If you go back to my predictions at the beginning of the season, <laughs> but we're not even going to touch on that. So who you got? Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm gonna go down uh, aisle number seven, the chip aisle. Oh, I'm go. going with my boy, Mister Pringles himself, Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's. Funny. I just think I just think what he was, what he's able, has been able to do with the roster that he has is pretty amazing. Like when Chris Paul was traded to the Rockets, uh, we all were like, "How is that going to work?" Like Chris Paul always needs the ball, James Harden always needs the ball, but clearly, what Mike D'Antoni has put in place. It's working because when Chris Paul, James Harden, and Capella are in the lineup, I think they're, what, like 17-0? and 0? Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. So, I mean, and then Mike's got them, you know, even on the other end, they're playing defense, and they, they, are, they're, strong, they're a strong candidate to knock the Warriors off, honestly, in my opinion. If they play. So, I, I gave the nine to the to the Pringles, man. That's cool. The stack. Yeah, and 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 – your favorite guy, Eric Gordon, is playing well. Ryan Anderson's been kind of up and down. But Capella, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's leading the league in, like, field goal percentage. He knows his role. Like, hands, yeah, he's up there. He, yeah, you know, for sure. He, him and James have, a, have, have great chemistry. And I know Chris Paul. I didn't know Chris Paul was a three-point shooter. He's making a lot of threes. Yeah, I mean, he used to shoot them – Pretty regularly with the Clippers, but, you know, he was more of a facilitator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the offense here sucks. So, we're just going to be that high screen and roll. Doc like to run. That everybody knows is coming. Here we go. Back to shooting Doc down with the arrow. <laughs> Let's move on before it get out of hand. Uh, rookie of the year. Um, it shouldn't be. Hopefully, this will be my first correct pick if th- if this goes through. I have Donovan Mitchell, which I picked at the beginning of the prediction. So, Oh, that's who you're rolling with? I'm going with Donovan Mitchell. I know who everybody else is going to go with, and I have no problem with that. But I like Donovan's game. Uh, I think yeah, you've you you you've been high on him since since the draft. Since the draft. I saw him in summer league. I watched him a little bit in college. I think he's balling. It just sucks that he's in a small market like the Jazz, and they have injuries mm-hmm. and bums out there. But I got Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's putting up a dub a night, if not more, and he's dunking on people. So, yes. Did they say if he was going to be in a dunk contest? I don't. Do we even know who's going to be in the yeah, dunk contest? Dennis they haven't officially said, be, right? Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, said he would like to be in it, and people were saying you should. Aaron Gordon probably too. I'm sure. Yeah, I I, I don't know though, man. It's they've been worrying about the All Star game and the picks and all that and other stuff, but I I don't know. I know the three point. I got well, most of the people, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, um, so who you got? Rookie of the year. Come on, man. Everybody should know by now who I'm rolling with. My main man, Ben Simmons, the almost triple double a night guy. My guy, man. Like there hasn't been a rookie that come in and play as well as he has, and so much comp- with so much composure. 
and he knows his game, and you know he stays within that, doesn't get sped up. He just plays within himself, which I like a lot. Um, he, you know, he's killing man. Like he, he's got Philly in the playoff hunt. Like I know Joel Embiid is a big reason for that too, but I feel like without him, they're not in that playoff picture. I have nothing bad to say about Ben Simmons. I, I mean, I'm, I've been a fan since the documentary I saw, and I was a little questionable at LSU because everybody was like, well, he didn't really play, and he let his team down. Look, the dude is balling. Uh, he had a crazy injury, missed the whole season, bounced back, and uh, he's balling. I mean, triple-double after triple-double. I know he's Bro. I know he's trying to work on this jump shot, but he, he got it looked like he got his left left hand hook down, right hand hook, floaters. Mm-hmm. He will dunk on you as well. A couple of people been on the poster, the Ben Simmons poster. Yep. So I don't have nothing I don't have nothing bad to say at all. I mean Philly yeah, and then, Philly likes, likes no no I'm saying that Philly is in good shape with him and uh Embiid out there. Uh hopefully those brothers yep. can stay healthy, but they got some good pieces out there. Yeah, and then for me, like, the honorable mention for me was, like, your guy, Donovan Mitchell, okay. and then sticking with the composed composure, uh, Jason Tatum and Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, Th- them two dudes, man, they fr- – like, you watch them play, they play with a confidence like they've been in the league, like, for a couple, couple years, not yeah. playing like rookies at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had Kyle Kuzma as my runner-up, Jason Tatum a strong third – um, mm-hmm. So pretty much the list is pretty much the same there. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens, man. I, I I hope one out of the two guys that we talked about will get it because I think, like I said before, we we picked them in the prediction show, so we'll at least have that yeah. one right. <laughs> Hopefully, man. We like you said in the last podcast, we've been horrible. We've been horrible. Uh, who you got for defensive player of the uh, of the year or the midway? Player? Um. This is this is probably gonna be a long shot, but I'm gonna say KD, man. Okay. Like the way dude's been, like his blocks are way up. I think he might be third, maybe like second that. or yeah, third yeah. in blocks. Mm-hmm. I think he gets like two a game. He does. Yeah. But but to be able to, you know, block shots. What is he? A small forward. Power forward. Yeah, he's a three, but he's six nine or damn near seven. Yeah, well, he's damn near seven foot. Yes. But I mean, just the way like he's bought into the defensive schemes of the Warriors. Like we haven't seen him play like this on the defensive end at all. Like he gets after it. Like you think you got a layup, and here he come with them long arms out of nowhere. Yeah, and then he locking people down. Like you can't really get around that dude. <laughs> nah, that's a good one. I I, I didn't even think. Uh, to mention Kev, uh, to be honest, I think that's a good one. Um, I uh, yeah, I just been watching him, just like man, this dude is he he flying all over the court, man. I think you know him and him and Draymond kind of kind of got a thing going on the defensive end, like you know maybe they in competition for who's gonna get defensive player of the year, but whatever they're doing in practice, it's working because dude is becoming a monster on the defensive end. He is. He is. I agree. He is. Um, I uh, Who you got? I picked Paul George because he's leading the league in steals. I I think that as far as a two-way player, he's probably the best. Um, not taking away nothing from LeBron nor you mentioned KD, but I think mm. he really 
playing with OKC and lack of defense aside from from Russ, who's just insane. I, I think a lot of those guys are very laxed out there, you know, and I think that that yep. has helped them win and start to 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 get on the roll is PG and Roberson, which they don't have anymore, which sucks. But I, I think that's a big thing, man. So I picked Paul George getting at least two steals a night. And he's, I mean, he's getting up in you, as we always say. You know, he's making it very definitely getting up in, making you. it uncomfortable. And uh, I, I just, I got him, man. I think he, yeah, I like that pick. That's a good pick. I like Paul George a lot, man. And and I think I was reading online that runner up, I, I think, would be somebody like Al Horford, who who was his stats have kind of fallen, but they said mm-hmm. out there in Boston he's taking on other roles as a facilitator and defender. So. That's another yeah, reason. Yeah, he's why. leading their team in assists. Yeah, which is crazy, you know? It's crazy, right? So Kyrie, give up the rock, boy. Nah, I saw Kyrie the other yeah, night. I, know. I, just, yeah. I, I I would love to watch Kyrie and Steph go at it every single night, bro. Honestly. It's unfair. That was, that was crazy. Steph just coming down, pulling, and then Kyrie, you think you stopping him. He got another combo move he gonna hit you with. It's unfair, man. It really is. But that's that's who I have. Um Moving okay, okay, I like that pick. Moving on to this would this would be the last uh, the last pick. Oh, I'm sorry, no, we got two more. Six man, who you got? Hey man, I'm gonna stay out here with my team, my squad. Everybody seeing what he's been doing the last couple months. My man Lou Will. Oh, that's easy, right? I mean, I don't really need to say nothing too much <laughs> about it, man. Like. Yeah, we know Jamal Crawford, this is his award, but it's also Lou Williams' award, too, because he never gets a starting job anywhere. Never, which is weird. Crazy, man. I guess because they want that scoring off the bench. But, I mean, the way he's been playing this year, picking up the slack for all of the injured players on the team, mm-hmm. you can't – I mean, I don't see nobody else doing what he's doing, man. I know he's been starting a couple games because of the injuries, but – I think overall he's still yeah, yeah, you, one of the best six men in the league. I don't think he'll start more games unless with this whole Blake Griffin trade, they they put him mm-hmm. in the starting line, which I, I don't think they should. But Lou Will, easy. After we saw what he did to the Warriors alone, 50? Oh, man, 50. It was easy. That was, it was, it was, wasn't uh, even uh, anything to think about. Jamal Carver's not even really having a good year at all. They mentioned no, – go ahead. No, I got, I got somebody – uh, oh. that's been doing all right. You kind of hit me to it because I, w- I didn't even know he was in the league still. Uh-oh. Our boy Glossiness. Yep, yep. Tyreek Evans. Yep, balling, right? He's been out there balling in Memphis, but n- nobody really knows because Memphis isn't playing well. Yeah, and then also who somebody else that's been balling and you got to kind of watch is Michael Beasley because – Bruh. <laughs> that's another dude. He has. That's another guy you kind of – now, I don't know. I know he started a few games because Tim Hardaway was gone for so long, hurt, and the Knicks, Perzingis, he was out, and Michael Beasley stepped up and did his thing. But you got to watch. You got some guys balling, but if their team isn't doing well and they're not getting a lot of uh, nationally televised games, I mean, Lou Will, he yeah. put that 50 on the Warriors, you know, and that's – you playing the Warriors, everybody going to know about that. So – Exactly, um, exactly. I think it's a it's a no brainer for that. No, that one. no 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 doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. Uh we're on the same page with that. So we're gonna end the night off with uh most improved. Yes, sir, yes, sir. You know who I got, man. 
I mean, it's, it's, I guess it might be a big surprise to everybody else. I always, every time we talk about this guy, I always think about the time me and you was watching ESPN. He was in high school, and they said his last name, and we was Oladipo. 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 So I'm picking my guy, my man, Victor Oladipo. Cue the music. He can sing. He's trying to get a record deal. Oh. I'm leaving today. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, Riri likes it. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. That's right, baby. <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah, that should do. And and I, it's funny because. Every time I see him, <laughs> I think about that, the singing, and you, like, talking about that. That's every time, like, he, he, every time I see him, I'm like, that's Dorian's guy, the singer. And, man, I'm happy for the dude, man. Everybody thought he was washed in Orlando. They thought he was washed in OKC. He finally gets a chance to go back home to Indiana and – Man, dude's been, been balling, balling. Yeah. crazy, like balling for them. Seriously, like I mean, OKC was like, "Damn, dude, is that who we let go? Like, is that who we traded?" Right. That's not the. That's not the same player that was in OKC, man. Like, and I feel like a lot. It, like we always been talking about lately. Like, it's all about the system and the environment that you're in. Because we all know everybody in the league can hoop, but if you're not in the right system, you're not going to be able to flourish. Like, and I feel like. He was there. You always got to take into consideration Russell's relationship with different players. We don't know if Victor was intimidated by Russell or whatnot, because you know Russell is aggressive. Yeah, he is. You know what? You know how Russell. He's angry. He's an angry man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I feel like maybe that had to had something to do with it, but I could be reaching. But I just feel like in Indiana, he's been able to just show people what he could do. And this is like how he was playing in, in high school and at uh, Indiana. He's balling. So, I mean, I'm I'm very, very happy for this dude. I hope he continues his play. He made the all-star team this year. Hopefully he doesn't get injured and uh, he can get that most improved award at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I don't have uh, anybody else. I just got Victor and – nice. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna say Lou Williams, but I mean, I don't, I just, I don't have anybody else to be honest. I mean, cause Lou, I didn't either, honestly. I had Lou, but I felt like either he gets six man or he gets most improved. Like, but I felt like Victor is far and beyond yeah. improved more than anybody else in the league this year, honestly. And- that's just my yeah, opinion. And the only person I will say, and I'll give him a um, and this this is not even most improved, but this is just thank you for working on your game um and your free throws is Drummond, Andre Drummond, who yeah, that's who's true. improved tremendously. And um other than that, I think Victor got it, hands down. Easy. So so, so with the with the categories, we got hands down, no I mean, most of them have, have been hands down. Except for we were different rookie on of the year. what rookie of the year and coach, coach of, of the year. year. That's it. That's it. And and yeah. I think at the end of the season, 
I think we should uh, maybe incorporate a new a fun one, uh, surprise GM of the year. Not your typical, but just to somebody who, whose team has made a big change from the previous year. We could just, you know, we would just okay. touch on that. Not a default uh, Popovich or, you know, like none of them like Spurs or nothing, but somebody whose team. Yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah, I got yeah, you, yeah. I got so, you. But that's it, man. Like an underdog who's, who's you doing go. well. Somebody like. Yeah, an underdog is a perfect way of putting it. So that's it, man. I mean, but yeah, yeah, that is it for the category. But before we mm-hmm. go, uh, you know, we had mentioned about the dude in the hoodie in the beginning of the show. And <laughs> so we're going to try to incorporate like a new segment. Uh, maybe I, we don't know what to call it yet, but like what happened on the gram or whatever, because there's so much stuff that happens within the course of a week. And sometimes we record earlier in the week and stuff happens. Um, but we just kind of want to throw something in, in into the podcast, of, like something funny or whatnot. And I got another one for you, Kyle. While we were recording, I thought about it when you said Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. how he dunked on Russell the other night. Bad. Bad. You know, I was so fierce about that, please. I know you Man. were. I know and, you were. And listen, I'm going to tell like, the people – if you look at the tape, it could have been the charge. My man Russ was standing outside the dotted. Damn it! Okay, I think I think the hills was on the oh, dotted. Was on bro. The, I didn't I didn't get that right angle. This was on the <laughs> iPhone. I didn't have multiple <laughs> angles. But you know, I got so much hate towards him. It. I mean, I even know. if it wasn't the charge, you know, but it was a hell of a play, bro. He it was a hell of a play. He didn't need to do him oh, like that. Some, it looked like NBA jams on that. He did feel some type Because he was way. talking about it the whole time when Russ waved at him the last game when it went into triple OT. So Exactly. Uh, but, and, th- and then, you know, your boy Russell, he was Russell. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious because, you know, you get dunked on, somebody look at you, it's over. You know, it, it is what it is. But Russell, he harbored it inside. Yeah, yeah. And – Okay, so you ended up winning the game, and I think they won by like ten. But there was a play at the end of the game. Russell just standing there, just glaring at Joel Embiid on the yep. bench. Yep. Like, yep. nigga. Yeah. He, I mean, Russell was out of his he mind. Is. He, bro. He's he's somebody that either you want to play on this team or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you know, Russell don't. It's business. Russell don't understand. Yeah, but Russell don't understand going sixty no, percent. No. He he wants you to go one twenty every game. If you don't, you might be on a different team. Exactly, man. So, but he I did has see, a one of a kind mentality. Bro. He does, he does. But I I did I did see the uh, the play and I smiled and I was online and I knew people was gonna hit me up and it was and listen, man, it was a, it was a great play. When Embiid is out there, he's been pretty consistent. Of course, I wouldn't take him as my number one. Big man, I would have taken Boogie, but he's yeah. he's in the talk uh, every night. If he can just play a whole season, is what everybody wants to see. I know he doesn't play back to backs, but he's balling. He just sometimes he to me he looks slow, like he. But I think he just goes at his own pace. Like he don't let nobody. He does. He, does. he, he don't let nobody rush him or nothing like that. But I'm still gonna give him a hard time for now. So yeah. So know. so so we'll start trying to do that, incorporate that into the episodes, and we're gonna try to do. The what happened to? No, we I know we've been it. saying we we've it, been man. saying we're that since it. season one. Sad, we gonna do. We did two because we got a slew to. of players, man. We we gonna do it, man. I know so, y'all want to hear that. Like, what happened to Anthony Peeler? You know, 
Dude, don't do that to my boy Anthony Peeler. He was the only guy when I was a kid. I wrote a letter to the Lakers, and I lived across the street from the forum. I mailed it, asking for his autograph, and I put. I was gambling. I put a card in there for him to sign. He signed it and sent it back to your boy. Oh, really? So shout out to my boy AP, solid oh, dude. And I wow. even told him when I was when I got a little older. Um, I had seen him somewhere. I had mentioned it to him. He was like, "Wow, man, that's crazy." I was like, "I didn't think you were gonna give me, give me the card back." I I just thought, you know, like that card. I was never gonna see it again. But then I got it back in the mail, and it it was his autograph, bro. That's crazy. So listen, we can't say nothing bad about Anthony Peeler, and that's a fun. <laughs> but little... we still don't know where he at though. But that's a fun fact, a story you just gave. It a little is. Gym. It is. That's cool. Yep. I never knew that. That's cool. I learned. Look, we learned something new, and I learned something new today. Anthony Peeler is all right with me. <laughs> yep. You think if I do that to Kobe, it'll work? If I just write him a letter and just say, "Hey, man, could you sign this?" Uh, <laughs> uh I think when Kobe. He'll look you up on on social media and be like, nah, this is the dude that was standing outside by my wife the last time the All-Star game was in Los Angeles. I'm going to start the letter with, dear the bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Every man. time I see Kobe, I think of you with the bean. <laughs> All right, man. It's been fun, man. I'm signing off, of course. Uh, yes, sir. You guys, if you don't know already, hardwoodbrand.com, Instagram, Facebook, all our social media outlets, please hit us up. And we can't stretch it enough. Please leave comments, anything, good or bad, on iTunes, Google yeah, Play, man, we, Stitcher. We know y'all listening. We know you listen because you tell us you listen. We see people in the streets at the gym, at work, everywhere. But we need you to just leave one comment to help us with the sponsorships so we can be the best basketball podcast of all time. That's all. Yeah, We're man. not asking a lot. Yeah, we don't we don't need you to go in there and put a long paragraph. You guys could just put this is a great podcast. This podcast stinks or whatever. You know, whatever you want to put, like just put something up there so that we get the reviews and, you know, iTunes sees that we have engagement with you guys and start boosting our podcast up there, man. So Easy. it'll be a lot easier for people to find us. Easy, man. You guys better not put our podcast stink. I'm going to be looking for y'all. I know, bro. No, We're going to find see. you. We're going to look your ass up on Instagram. Don't put your full name on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm signing off, man. <laughs> I'm signing off. It's your boy, Ross. Old man, Ross. Always, you guys have a blessed, blessed uh, night and day. And uh, spread love, not hate. Yo, it's your boy, the gift card bandit. I'm going to be in these streets. Handing out gift cards to these kids. But no, in all seriousness, man, y'all know what to do. Get in the gym, shoot some jumpers at least about eight. All right, man, y'all be safe. Get out of here, man. Peace. Peace.